Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to this new episode of the podcast. How are you doing? Hope you're fine. So Luke's English podcast, right? So actually, I've got kind of two sort of like two podcasts, or the podcast is split. So on one hand, you've got the free episodes uh, that are regularly uploaded. And uh, the free ones are, well, they're free. That's why I I use the word free. So there's the free episodes of the podcast. And we're now on to this is number 664. At least 664 episodes of the free podcast. And then the other stuff is the um, is the paid stuff. And that's called Luke's English Podcast Premium, okay? So um, for the premium stuff, that's where I focus on actually teaching you specific language, target language, vocab, grammar, and also pronunciation. The free stuff, the free episodes, um, that is there to provide you with content that you can listen to regularly because this is really important for your English, regular listening to hopefully content which you're interested in. Oh, fingers crossed. Oh, I hope they're interested in it. Hopefully content that you're interested in listening to. Just regular listening. Listen regularly, listen often, uh, listen longer and listen long term. That's actually very important for your English. But in the in the premium stuff, that's where I'm actually, I've got lists of target language and I'm teaching it to you. And it includes Lots of examples, obviously definition, but lo- definitions, but loads of examples. And I also take examples from TV uh, episodes and also films. So the scripts from films and TV. I often find examples of the target language from films and, and TV shows and stuff. And uh, I try and help you to personalize the language for yourselves. And also I give you memory tests to help you remember the target language and also pronunciation drills. So you can practice saying the target language fluently in sentences just like me. So that's the premium content and you can get it through the Luke's English Podcast app or online. Okay, I'm just telling you about that just in case you were interested in signing up. And if you want to sign up, you can go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium. And on the right-hand side of the screen there, you'll see some instructions on how to get started. Okay, it costs basically about the price of a of a nice coffee from the nice local cafe near where I live, okay, every month from you to me. I think it's quite reasonable. You get uh, new premium content arriving all the time. Anyway, there you go. Luke's English Podcast Premium. Uh, check it out, uh, and that would be good. All right, then. Now, let's get started with this episode, then, this free episode. And here's the jingle coming right now. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. So, hello, listeners. How are you doing out there in podcast land? That's how you ask that question, isn't it? Do you want to say that again, Luke? 
Okay. Hello, listeners. How are you doing out there in podcast land? That's better. Okay. What's going on with you then, eh? Where are you, in fact? Who are you? What are you doing at this moment? We're listening to you. That's it. I mean, you're just listening to me, just in space, just listening to me. You, sh- you must be somewhere doing something. Why? Where are you listening to this? Not why are you listening to this? No. Where are you listening to this? How are you listening to this? Have you got headphones on? Are you in a car or something? Are you in public? Are you allowed out? Are you actually allowed to be outside at the moment? Have you got a mask on? I mean, a medical face mask, not a metaphorical mask. But maybe you're wearing one of them too. Hmm. Anyway, enough weird nonsense. I just want to give you a hearty welcome here at the start and to make sure that you're really with me here as you listen to this episode of my podcast, which is designed to help you with your English. You see, it helps if you're really, if you're fully engaged and listening carefully. It helps with your English if you're really paying attention while you listen. On the podcast today, you're going to listen to a conversation between me and my wife. Yep, my wife is back on the podcast for the third time now. The first time was just after our daughter was born in episode 502. And just to be clear, my daughter wasn't born in episode 502, of course. Anyway, the first time my wife was on the podcast was just after our daughter was born in episode 502. And the second appearance by Mrs. Thompson was in a premium episode series in which we taught you loads of phrases that my wife has learnt from me and that we use all the time. That's premium series eight, by the way. Now, the conversation you're about to hear took place in our living room late in the evening last week after we'd finally got our daughter to sleep. It's been difficult to get her to sleep during the lockdown. So after we got that done, after we got that done, yeah, got the daughter to sleep. And after we'd eaten our dinner, we decided to record something. We'd been talking about doing another podcast for a while. And then finally, we managed to record ourselves chatting about our experiences of living in lockdown and also to respond to some questions that listeners asked in the past. So here are some of those questions. Number one, what's it like to be with an English guy? Now, some people have wondered about this and have asked me to talk to my wife about it on the podcast, not just privately. Uh, What about the differences in culture between us? How does this affect our relationship? We mainly talk about communication style here, and I'd like to refer back to a recent episode, that's number 643, called the Interna- International, no, called the Intercultural Communication Dance with Sherwood Fleming. I don't know if you've heard that episode. If not, check it out, because it touches on some similar points about communication style and cultural differences. Because, by the way, my wife is French. You should know that. So what does my wife like or dislike about being with an English bloke? That's what we deal with first. Secondly, the other question is, what have you been doing on lockdown with your daughter? Well, so then we talk about living in lockdown with our daughter, including what we've been doing to keep her busy and how we've been able to observe her development more closely during this period. Is it on lockdown or in lockdown, Luke? (sighs) Okay, you can be... I am... You know, you live in lockdown, but then a place is on lockdown. Okay, so France has been on lockdown. We've been living in lockdown. Now, this is fairly new language, you see, that's emerging sort of over the last few 
months, really, this whole concept of lockdown in the in the context of the coronavirus. It's new language. So I've just been paying attention, listening to the radio and listening to people talking about it. People seem to be saying live in lockdown, but to be on lockdown, like the country is on lockdown, but we are living in lockdown. There you go. Just to clarify. So um, I should say that there is quite a lot of conversation about our daughter in this episode. After the recording, we both were concerned that it's just two parents going on about their child. Again, if you have children, you'll probably relate to what we're saying. But if you don't have kids, then I don't know what you'll think. You might not be into all that stuff. Often, parents talking about children just bores the pants off single people. But this has always been quite a personal podcast. I say single people, I mean childless individuals or whatever. This has always been quite a personal podcast and a conversation with my wife is bound to include stuff about our daughter. I mean, we've been locked up with her for about seven or eight weeks. So there's, you know, of course we're going to end up talking about that. So there you go. Just a little heads up. There's more kid chat in this episode, as you've heard in recent episodes, like catching up with Amber and Paul number and number number and ten. That's not how you and that's not how you speak English. Get on with the introduction, Luke. Come on. Okay. So, thirdly, how are we raising our daughter to be bilingual? This is a question that people do ask me quite a lot. So, the third main thing we talk about is the bilingualism of our daughter and our approach to that. How are we making sure that she learns English as well as French? How are we making sure she learns the both, the two languages Uh, to the same level. What are the main ways of doing this? And what are the main factors to bear in mind when raising a child to speak two languages? There's also some chat about other things, like some comments from listeners. Going to visit the castle near where my parents live, which is a sort of recurring uh, topic. And whether my wife likes Star Wars and the Beatles, two things that are close to my heart. Um, three things that are close to my heart, Star Wars, the Beatles and my wife. But does my wife like Star Wars and the Beatles? Hmm. Hmm. Now, listening back, I noticed that sometimes I was speaking really fast during this episode, especially in the second half of the conversation. And I have mixed feelings about this. I've got mixed feelings about fast speech on this podcast. For some listeners, this will be great news because some of you want to listen to fast, natural conversation. But for others, this will be challenging. I think I speak quickly in this conversation because my wife and I are very close. You know, we're married, you see. And so she has no qualms about interrupting me. And so I have to raise my speaking speed in order to prevent that happening. Maybe I'm talking too much. Maybe I I talk too much in this episode. (sighs) I don't know. Anyway, I didn't want to re-record the entire thing. It is what it is. That's one of those meaningless phrases. It is what it is. What? Anyway, so I I speak a bit quickly. It's a bit like when I'm with my brother. There's this feeling that we're going to talk over each other. So we end up speaking more quickly as we try to get our ideas out before we get cut off. I suppose ultimately this is good for you to listen to because this is how people really speak to each other. They interrupt. They finish each other's sentences. They make false starts and correct themselves. And they don't always finish the points that they're making. It's good to listen to that kind of speaking because it's how people really speak, unlike the kind of contrived listening you get in textbooks 
where everything is written in advance and read out fairly awkwardly by actors. You know those English learning course books and textbooks that you might have used in English classes? You know, recording one, tape script one. Hello, Sandra. Oh, I'm a bit tired today. Oh, why is that, uh, Dave? You know, that's not a very good example, but you know what I mean. Course book listening materials, sometimes they're a bit sort of contrived. Um, I'm not having a go at English course books. They can be incredibly useful and I use them, but at the same time, they aren't very realistic. So anyway, what about my wife's English? Actually, she's French. So you might be curious about my wife's English and her background with English. Let me just give you a little bit of information. We're going to start properly in just a moment, I promise. So just in case you don't know, my wife is French and English is not her first language. She had some lessons at school and at university, like most French kids, but mostly she learnt her English in adulthood. We speak English at home together. Uh, We've been together now for about 10 years. Sometimes we speak in French together, but as anyone with experience of this will tell you, it's quite hard to shift the language of your couple once it's been set. And our relationship definitely started in English. I mean, it is English in our relationship, basically. And my wife's English is better than my French. So English is the language of our couple. We sometimes speak French together, but in French, I'm quite incompetent. I'm a, I'm a lot like Mr. Bean in when I speak French. And when she married me, that is not what she signed up for. She didn't sign up to marry Mr. Bean. So English is how we communicate. And there it is. Okay, then. So now I'd like to invite you into the living room of our flat in Paris, where we live. Would you like a glass of wine? Maybe a cup of tea? Take a seat? Don't speak. You can't actually speak. Uh, You can only listen. This is a bit weird, isn't it? But you can write some notes to us after we've finished if you want to just write something down and, you know, give us a note. I mean, basically, you can share your thoughts in the comments section under this episode on my website if you wish. Otherwise, you can just sit in the corner there and just listen to us talking if it's not too awkward. All right, then. That's enough of an an introduction. Let's get on with it. Here is my lovely wife. Here is her lovely voice. And here we go. Welcome back onto the podcast, my wife. Hi. Because you're still called my wife on this podcast. Fine by me. That's fine by you, isn't it? Yes. How is it to be back on the podcast after how long? Mm, I think our daughter was really, really small now, and now she's nearly two years and a half. So it's maybe at least a year and a half now. It's got to be. It's got to be at least two years because she was. The first time you were on this podcast was when she'd just been born. Yes, remember she was very a little, well. She was a newborn baby. We were on the sofa in our yeah, previous remember. apartment. Yeah. Right, that was the first time. Then after that, you were Maybe on... Maybe six months later. Something like that. Six mm. months or 12 months later or something like that, you were back on the podcast in a premium episode. Ooh. Because you are a premium person. But that... I got an upgrade and now it's downgrade. Downgraded. No, the reason that this is not a premium episode is because this is just a ramble, really. All right. And in the premium episode that you were featured in, we were looking at actual target language. Okay. We were teaching target. Okay. So language. no pressure here. No pressure. No. Okay. No, it's just a it's just a ramble. Okay. Good. Um, but we are going to talk about things like 
stuff that uh, people have asked me mm-hmm. about things like, you know, what's it like? People have said to me, you should get your wife on the podcast to find out what it's like to be with an English guy. Because like, you know, Amber and Paul, Amber is with, an, with a French guy. Mm-hmm. Paul is with a French girl. Sebastian, he's with a French girl. Mm-hmm. Sarah, she's with a French guy. Mm-hmm. And so the suggestion was you should get all of these people together and ask and, and their, their wives or husbands and ask them what it's like. Oh, that would be a good podcast. It would be fantastic. Yeah. It, 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 like, it, when was the last time we managed to get all of us together? Wow. It's really, really hard. Yeah, with all the kids and everything. Because of the kids. Mm. And, and lockdown that. doesn't help. So. Obviously. Mm. So it's extremely difficult to get everyone That's together. W- I love the idea. I think we should do it. I'd love to do that too. Okay. Maybe I can somehow make that work. I also need to do this series I've been working on and planning and thinking about, about bilingual kids. Siri, shut up. Why is Siri <laughs> getting involved? Where, where are you? Hello, Siri. You're over there. Can you just keep out of this conversation, please? Thank you. I don't know why Siri was getting involved. Anyway, there's also the other series, which is about raising bilingual kids. But anyway, I think this conversation is going to probably touch on two of those things. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the bilingual kids thing, I do want to talk about my talk to my friends who've got kids, you know, who are they're ra- who they're raising to be bilingual. I also want to talk to certain listeners who've been in touch with me. With, about their experiences of raising a child to speak English when the parents aren't English and they're not living in an English-speaking country, which is the real, that's the real sort of mm. special one. That's the one that we really need to find out about. So, yeah, the last time you we were on was the premium episode when we were talking about all the phrases that we always use, but we're not mm. going to go into that. People can kind of investigate that later. But anyway, how is it, Ben, being on the podcast? How do you feel about being on my podcast? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm always like concerned. Mm. I'm going to make mistakes, and I'm gonna like you're gonna feel like ashamed. <laughs> like after ten years, like no. I can't like properly make a sentence mm. no. without a mistake. No. Um, I don't know. No, I like being on your podcast. Uh, this is a comment from Blug. I've no idea how I'm supposed to say that name. I don't think it's a real name. All right. It's just a sort of profile name. How come you have comments like, I've, because I've, you announced the podcast? I've collated comments from previous times you were on. This is actually right, from, okay. these are comments from episode 502, okay. which was called the birth of our, uh, the birth of my daughter, not your daughter. Yeah, exactly. Just my yeah, daughter. Thanks. I think I, I did all the job there. <laughs> you did. Um, so anyway, this is from that episode and uh, 17 days ago. From the time that I collated these comments, mm-hmm. wrote this quite late for commenting. After listening, I think this is now one of my favorite episodes. Yet, despite all the things that your wife said about her English and how it might turn off some listeners, she is the best pod pal. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> do you know Thanks. What, do you know what a pod pal is? I guess a pal on the podcast. Yeah, pal meaning friend. <laughs> yeah, but I know that. Pal, Paul, Amber, and Luke. That's what pod pals mean. It's the wow. It's the nickname. It's like the Lepster secret vocab, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but according to Blugugugugug, you are the best pod pal. Oh, thank you. Uh, that's really else? cute. Ivan, uh, 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 two years ago now. What a nice topic and proper guests. Although there was only you. <laughs> 
considering... Yeah, but maybe I'm worth a lot, right? Your so. wife, basically, your wife speaks brilliant English, enriched with lovely French accent and interjections. It's not a surprise, keeping in mind that she lives in Lepland. <laughs> Madame Thompson's <laughs> name is not revealed, though. Intrigue remained. Mm. Your name will... Why, why do we not reveal your name on this podcast? Ask yourself. <laughs> you make the rules. I follow. I don't know. It's just because if your name's on it, then... You think I'm going to have, like, uh, people tracking me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean to be... I don't mean to be... Um, I don't know. Oh, God, why did I mention that? I don't like explaining oh, this. Oh, it's like to create a kind of mystery around you? <laughs> create the sense of intrigue and mystery. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's really not supposed to do that. It's just because... No, it's totally fine by me, actually. Just because I think in your professional arena, yeah. I want mm. to just keep your... Yeah, that's fine. I want to keep your professional yeah. name intact. Quite like being Mrs. Thompson. I should hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after your mother. Like. Yeah. There are a few Mrs. Thompsons out yeah. there. You are in a select group. I think we're four. There's, there's my aunt. Yeah. Uh, you know, my dad's uh, sister-in-law. Is, yeah. There's my mum. Yeah. There's uh, Ollie's, Ollie's wife. Yeah. And there's you. Yeah. I think that's it, isn't it? And because of Ollie's sisters. Um, Ollie's sisters, of course. Their but maiden no, name, so I think. That's their maiden name. They're no longer Mrs. <laughs> they're no, they're no, no longer Thompsons. I've got other comments. Vivian uh, wrote, I like your wife's accent. Oh. Uh, DC wrote, your wife is such such a lovely lady and definitely the funniest girl on your podcast. Oh, I always tell you, like, I'm funny. Yeah, you are the comedian <laughs> now. You've, yeah. You've overtaken me in terms of the being the funniest in the no, household. No, don't worry, just your influence. Just my influence? Yeah. Okay, that's nice. But, you know, like, when you do make a joke, we do celebrate it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you made a joke! <laughs> yeah, because maybe, like, what, it took eight or nine years Things before. like, how many jokes do I make in French? None. So, you know, it's, work in progress. Yeah, it's exactly. Anyway, there's loads of there's loads more comments like this, you know, and I could go through That's them all. That's really I nice. I'm really touched. So, what was I saying before? What's it like being with an English guy? We've been married for five years now. We've been together yes. for ten. Yes. What's it like then? Is it all right? <laughs> mm, I think I survive quite well. You just survive. Just get through. Just get by. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, like, you know, obviously this could get awkward where it's like, uh, mm. I want you or we want you to evaluate your marriage. Don't worry about that. No, Just, no, no. Um, what's, what's it like being with an English guy? Do you think it would be different to be with a French guy? Definitely. Oh, yes. How? You bring... Um, so much joy to your life. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, and funniness. Um, what, French people aren't funny? French men aren't funny? Really? I don't like um, making, how do you say in English, generalities? General, generalizations. Gener whatever. Generalization. Generalizations. Yeah, so I don't like doing that because um, you always have exceptions and everything. But you, okay, people are going to think like just um, saying that because it's you, but it's not uh, only that. It's like you give me an insight on the world or like, like you are like a door on the world for me, you know, because I, okay, God, <laughs> make a no, fool no, of myself. No, go on. 
I'm just thinking of the. I was always a fan of the Stone <laughs> the Stone Roses, and they had a song called "I Want to Be Adored." And I used to listen to it when I was when I was younger. And I, was think, I used to I used to think that he was singing "I Want to Be a Door," and now I am a door. I've become no, a door. It, like I was raised in Paris. All right, um, I grew up here. Uh, I've always lived here, except like for a few weeks in London where we met ten years ago. Um, so I only know Paris. So of course I traveled, well, mainly with you abroad, but uh, traveled a bit before. But I think you bring this kind of international openness on the world mm-hmm. uh, for me. Uh, so of course through internet, but it's different because you're real, you're here and you have different cultural background, uh, different references, a different humor, British humor is something. And yeah, that's great. And I just love being a part of your family, which is also mine. But with your parents and everything, I love going to the UK. It's just like great because, and I'm really, really happy our daughter has these two culture because I think it's really something valuable for her. Yeah. And I'm really happy to benefit from it. Do you think that, um, like, I'm just wondering, what do you think would be the key differences or, or any, not necessarily the key differences, but just any differences that it, compared to being with a French guy? Do you think we communicate? Do, do English guys communicate? Yeah, okay. So I think a bad thing sometimes is miscommunication. Uh-huh. That could be sometimes difficult. And especially because we only speak English, uh, sometimes I have difficulties to um, express myself because... You always say my English is great. Okay, we can communicate, I think, pretty well and I can express myself. But sometimes I feel my vocab is limited. And in French, I know so many different words to express or so many words to express one emotion, but with subtleties, you know what I mean? Yes, I do. So there is nuance. And in English, it's just a bit like less subtle i know the word but sometimes it's not exactly what i want to say Mm. or Mm. so i think miscommunication is maybe the thing which annoys me the the most yeah that that does happen doesn't it yeah there is of course sometimes i don't understand you and or you don't understand me and when clearly you don't understand me i lose it yeah you lose your shit don't you if i if i I say sorry what if i ask you to repeat yourself yeah, and I always tell you, yeah, but because I, for me, I, I thought about it a lot. You not understanding me makes me think my English is not good enough. And then I resent you for not speaking French because I say, yeah, but if you spoke French, maybe it wouldn't happen, you know? Yeah. So this is kind of this weird thing. But um, yeah, I think I would say the main difference would be is, yeah, miscommunication that with the French people are wouldn't have that but then you have other type of miscommunication with someone you yeah. know in the same language so yeah, totally. but i think this one considering we don't have the same native language could be sometimes a difficulty right right yeah i don't know if i'm clear no it's, that's pretty clear yeah mm. just just general miscommunication yeah. like sometimes when we have you know emotional conversations yeah you know like any anyone in a couple but not only emotional also because i speak fast I admit. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I want you to click like immediately, you know? Yeah. And if you don't, it like annoys me because I'm not really patient as well, which is makes things complicated. Mm-hmm. You know? It's hard to know 
which things are a, a, a boy girl thing which things are just a you me thing mm, and which things yeah. are a french english thing mm. it's just like really hard mm. to tell uh you know like sometimes i think yeah exactly that that that, that it's it's hard sometimes to- like i don't get your humor so yeah, well yeah you're not the only one you're not the only one <laughs> yeah but i live with you so yeah okay no, so i think for you it's a bit like all right then <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. yeah but the thing is that um you, you you stick around like some people they might not get my humor they, they might just be like well screw this guy yeah i'm out of so here cute come on <laughs> you're cute and now nah, it took me 10 years but i think i understand a bit more than before slowly you starting think? to get it uh yeah yeah Maybe I've learned to moderate my humor. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Maybe. Maybe it's like efforts from both sides. Uh, possibly. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's it. I noticed at one point, I don't remember where it was, but in the comments section or maybe on the YouTube live I did once, um, someone asking, uh, do I help out with the housework? Now that's oh, kind yeah. Of, you, seriously, you're an advertisement. An advertisement. Oh, God. Uh, advertisement, actually, is American English. That's fine if you want to sound American. Yeah, okay, okay. we're global here, right? <laughs> but it's British English, I know, so. Okay. No, no, you're amazing, and especially during lockdown, where there is more, I never know, if it's chores? Ch- chores, yeah, chores. chores, again, in American English. Ah, how do you say, chores? House, chores? No, no. no, chores. <laughs> okay, just, chores, housework. We pronounce it the same, but we call it housework, yeah. Okay. God, I make a fool of myself here. Um, could you edit me? Can I edit you? Yeah. Um, I, I, I might. Okay. Depends. Okay. No, I don't think I'll need to edit. No, so during lockdown, you have to cook more. It's a kind of a weird time we're living. Um, it's interesting, though. But it's weird. So, of course, we're at home, the three of us. There is much more housework and you're just great. But you're great all year long because you cook dinner, you go to the shop. Um, yeah, you, you're just great. You help a lot. Is that just me, do you think? Or do you think all of my people are like this? Your people meaning British? My British men. I don't my, know. I've only but, been with one English person. I don't have a comparison. British men of my generation. Yeah. I think that it's not just me. I think that... Uh, no, um, I know like... Um, because I talk to people, I read articles and everything, and um, fathers of your generations are more involved in like child education and uh, child care. I can I say? Yep, yeah, child care. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's not only you, but you're particularly good. All right, okay, that's nice to know. Um, I, I I imagine it's the same for French blokes of my age yeah of course we have some friends you know they're very involved in there then it depends on the personality it also depends on the job sometimes you want to do it but you can't because of your job you know um and it makes me it just i just realized that lockdown because we're stuck at home uh, we spend more time with our kid and that's great but just on the daily basis when we have like just a demanding job you can't always dedicate the time you want uh, for your family or everything, you have to compromise, you make compromise. Yes, absolutely. Do you think that um, the way that I communicate as an English man, do you think I'm as direct as a French person would be? No. <laughs> you, you, answered that, you answered that very quickly. Go on. No, and I think we can see between you and me, I'm more straightforward uh, than you. When there is something wrong, I'm going to say it straight away. 
even sometimes in a bit like in a harsh way. But for me, it's not harsh. It's just I say it. And I don't really think always the way people are going to take it. Just I say things. Or you see the dynamics with my family. We have arguments yeah. and everything. And with your family, everything is so cozy and nice, you know? Like, I love it. Yep. But and it, when, for instance, your parents have something maybe... Oh my God, they're going to listen to <laughs> the That's episode. Right, no, if they want to say something... Not nice, but you know something critical. maybe yeah, critical or, or something difficult that that, that exactly that if they, they, they got to say something to James or me that yeah. uh, we don't want to hear. Yeah, they're always going to take so much precaution. Mm -hmm. Do you say that in yeah, English? Take, because in French we would say that. Well, take so. precautions would be like uh, take precautions would be like if you're going to. But go, be careful in yeah. the, the manners they're going to say it. They're going to really think how you're going to receive it. And I love that because it's so civilized. Not that I'm saying my parents are not civilized, but we're more like in the emotions and we say yeah. things. And you saw the dynamics with my mom. I mean, years ago, yes. you know, we screamed on the phone and everything. I can't imagine that in your family. Yeah, there's no, it's, it's almost like you have no sense of like hedging your comments mm. with each other. It's just like you just say something and, mm. and it just upsets the other person. Mm. And it's just like, can you not be more diplomatic is what I think. And, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's I a, agree. It's a common mm. thing for English people or maybe British people mm. in general um, when we observe people from other places talking to each other. Mm. Like I've got friends, uh, I've got friends who I used to work with um, who uh, I've got a friend who is English and one of her best friends is Polish mm -hmm. and she's very close to her and she noticed that when her Polish friend speaks to her Polish family, mm -hmm. so she's actually gone to her Polish friend's house to stay. Like you lost everybody here. What? In terms of <laughs> which people <laughs> with whom. So I've got a Polish, I've got a friend, English friend. She went to stay with her Polish friend's family. Okay. And she observed the way her Polish friend talked to her family mm -hmm. and in Polish. And so my English friend couldn't understand what was being said because it yeah. was in Polish. But everything sounded like an argument. Mm. Everything's just like, no, no, no. And everyone's just arguing and saying no all the time. Mm. Uh, I have a similar feeling when I listen to you speaking to people sometimes. That it just feels like everyone's just arguing all mm. the time. And everyone's yeah. just disagreeing all the time. It's just no, 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 no. Yeah, I think there are like good and bad things on both sides. Um, when I say we, it's like a kind of a cliche we have here. But the British, like, they're not very... Frank, you, you see, never know. Like they, they say something, but they mean something else. You see, that's interesting because I've I've had this conversation with French people before. So, from our point of view, our let's say indirectness or our lack of clarity is an expression of us being nice mm. and us trying to trying to keep things sweet and keep things nice. But from the French point of view, yeah. it's us being devious yeah, exactly. and two-faced. Yes. And yes. we're hypocritical and two-faced yes. and devious. Yeah. And, and mm. you don't trust us. And we're yeah. just trying to be nice. Yeah, but for me, I want the world as it is. If you have to say something, I want to know as you think. I don't want like all the sugarcoating. You know? Yeah, but it's almost like we can't do it that way. In the same way that you, you, you can't expect a direct French person to be able to give the diplomatic mm. uh, response in the way that we need it to be said, it's the same on the other side. So it's, it's, it's hard for me to be so blunt because I'm not tuned like that. My brain mm. doesn't work like, like that. But it's also like in the feelings, it's the same when us French or like even like Italians, everything, we're going to say our feelings with no 
filter for not everybody as again you can't generalize but yeah. um in the english you're more like reserved and sometimes like, all right then uh, romanticism the romanticism the, the romanticism, romanticism doesn't kill you know <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a it doesn't hurt to be a bit romantic exactly <laughs> yeah yeah no. well that's like my joke isn't it that because in know, french we say yeah doesn't kill that's why yeah. it doesn't, it just it doesn't sometimes kill. literally translate and doesn't yeah work. it's sort of it's when you literally translate french things sometimes it mm. works in your favor yeah. and sometimes it so doesn't that's why your mom some things like my english is so great sometimes but i just like translate literally yeah so it's a 50 50 chance yeah. mm. you've got 50 percent chance of it translating well mm. and a 50 yeah. percent chance of it translating badly so anyway what we're we talking about being direct and indirect and stuff um yes okay okay um you know but you know british people we can't be direct because how would we you know we wouldn't get so many uh, series of downton abbey if in downton abbey <laughs> if, if they were direct like french italian or in fact most other people mm. if they were as direct as you the downton abbey would have been finished in about six episodes <laughs> yeah i mean it's charming in a way it's that kind of um how would i say it's like nice because it creates like a nice ambience you know you know like you're in a comfort zone and you're not going to be like attacked or anything so but then when someone wants to say something a bit critical mm. you never know if it's understated or if yeah. there is something else if they hold back something and that's annoying for me because i want to know exactly you know yeah but you know this is the the I should bring up a point that Amber has made in the past, mm -hmm. which is that um, uh, there's no objective right or wrong in this context. And the thing is that when English people talk to each other, we know, we understand what we mean. And so it, there is no ambiguous, like, what does he really think in there? Because we understand the codes and we're able to decode what the other person says. So if an English person is kind of going, well, you know, I really like, you know, well done on the mm. report. You know, thank you for doing it on time. And I think you've done a really good job. There's a couple of things that we could straighten out. An English person knows, you know, well done, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, never yeah. mind all that mm. shit. That's mm. just, they're just saying that. But the, oh, but there are a couple of things. Ah, this is the mm. critical point. Like an English person is able to decode another mm. English person. We speak the same language. It's when you get an English person speaking to, let's say, a French person, and they're not speaking the same language, not in terms of the actual uh, words being used, but in terms of the communication style. Um, I spoke to someone on the podcast about this. Her name was Sherwood Fleming, and she talked to. She described it as you just you, you're dancing to a different tune, you know. Which yeah, so that's why it's interesting to live with you because it puts everything in perspective. You, you grow up like in a certain environment, in a certain culture, and you think your culture is right. Sometimes you know it's how the world should be. No, mate, you know what I mean. Yes, it's like you only know that, so you think. Maybe sometimes you think everything's going to be like that. And then you have other culture in front of you. And sometimes it can be like, I guess, a kind of culture shock because you don't understand other people and everything. So that's why it's very interesting living with you because, and I think for our daughter, it's going to be amazing um, to grow up in an environment with different way of living and expressing yourself and then understanding that every one is different and you have to take in account that 
you don't take anything for granted. I don't know if I'm clear, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you shouldn't only see things through your perspective because someone else in front of you have another perspective and you need to understand it. Otherwise, you can't communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. That's why it's interesting living with me. No, it's one of the things. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You bring that on the table and I think that's very valuable. Oh, okay. That's nice. Cool. All right. I don't know. We could probably go on and on about this. Um, about what? How about... great you are? <laughs> <laughs> no, about what it's like being with an English guy and stuff. Maybe I should leave that for that mm-hmm. for, for another time so that there's more. Okay, we could uh, deepen the topic. We could deepen the topic and, and I can talk to, you know, uh, like that suggestion, get the other wives and wives and girlfriends, husbands mm. and boyfriends together and stuff like that. How about lockdown? How have, how have we been handling the lockdown with our daughter? How long has it been? Two months? Uh, yes, seven weeks. Seven yeah. weeks. The, we the... haven't killed each other. No. Yet. Not even a little bit. Yeah, not even a little bit. I think the good thing is um, we found a rhythm. I think it's very important, especially for her, because she's only two and a half. And we also alternate in taking care of her with our work and her. So... Yeah, I think that's very interesting. Sometimes a bit difficult, of course, because we all want to do, like, go out, especially if the weather's nice and everything. And, yeah, it's challenging, but I think that's great. Yeah. Overall. It's, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing to spend more time with her. Obviously. Oh, yeah, seeing her evolving that much, starting to speak, making sentences. That's a great yeah. um, step in English, in French. Yeah. Um, the, the vocab she knows. I mean, I'm impressed. Like, you tell her one word, the day after she's going to use it. I'm really impressed because you really have the time to study her. You know, like, during mm-hmm. normal life, you go to work, you do things, you bring her to daycare, you get back in the evening, you have to do, like, the dinner and everything. So you don't really take time. The weekend, you're a bit, like, tired from your week, so you recover. And being every day with her for seven weeks... We, Let's be honest, we would have never taken this time. Yeah, because um, we've got, you know, because we've got a work commitment yeah, exactly. and all that stuff. So we're forced to do it. And it's very interesting to see her evolving, getting more independent, developing. It's fascinating. Yeah. And like one of the things about days of lockdown, like um, you, you think to yourself, right, well, we've got a lot of time. So we're going to have to slow down. Yes. So that means, you know, we take our time a lot more. Yes. And we kind of make every moment last a bit longer mm. just mm-hmm. to help us get through the day a bit. When Otherwise, when she's at daycare and we're at work and we, we kind of see her in the mornings, often in the mornings, it's like, quick, get ready. We've got yes. to go to crash. Yeah. We've got to take you to daycare, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's all a bit of a rush and it's a bit stressful. Now it's like, no, we can spend as long as we want. Yeah. You know, when, let's say if I'm looking after her in the morning, it's kind of like, let's take our time. Okay, you want to play with Lego on the floor? Yeah, let's exactly. do that for a bit and then we'll have the shower. Mm-mm. You know, we don't have to do everything in such a rush. And that exactly, as you say, allows you to slow down and observe her her um, development more. And um, I mean, in a way, it's a pity that we don't get to spend this kind of quality time with her all the time. Yeah, but in but practical terms, it's mm, not really possible to live like that because we've got, you know, we've got our jobs. Now, now. first, I don't know if... Uh, mm-hmm. It's very demanding and yes. I, 
I really reconsider like uh, um, women because it's mainly women, uh, women who decided to just like give up their career for a while taking care of their kids. I think they're amazing mm. because it's so hard work. And I think... Such hard work. Sorry, go on. No, I don't mean to interrupt your point. No, no, no. You, that's, I mean, that's your podcast and... <laughs> I, have the, I have the right i have the right to interrupt even my wife so it's very no difficult. you've asked me to you've asked me to correct yes you, no but i think that's the point for your listener yeah right and to you and yeah you. of course me. anyway it's but it's for women it's such hard work when yeah, they give up their jobs and men if yeah, they do it i think and men of course i totally like I never thought of that. It's okay. I never had an opinion on it because some people think, oh, yes, that's easy to stop your career and you stay at home. No, 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 no. That's not easy at all. And I'm saying that when I share it with you. So if I'd be on my own all day mm, long with mm. a two years old who doesn't have like a long span of attention. A long attention span. Ah, a two year old. Yeah. Not a two years old. Right. Oh, I think I'm going to shut up. I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean this to no, be no, no, that's fine. You're right. Um, that's fine. Um, so yeah, that's really hard work. Uh, but this lockdown thing uh, made me realize that I want maybe to reorganize a little bit, like to shuffle a little bit, like my obligations, and spend more time with her. Like we said, maybe Wednesday afternoon mm -hmm. when she's go she's going to yeah. start school in September yeah. in France and in Paris. Um, kids go to. Um, Uh, school f four days a week plus Wednesday morning, but not the afternoon. So we thought that maybe we could take more time with her because that's been great so far. And I think even for her, she looks really happy. Yeah. And oh, yeah, she's, she's been having a fantastic time. Yeah, she's always smiley, <laughs> dynamic, happy to do things. She's great. So I think it's beneficial for everyone. Beneficial. Yeah, I thought you said it's been official, like been, <laughs> but it's been it's beneficial yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Um, what what have we been actually doing with her? I mean, what have you been doing with her? Because you've uh, you've been kind of a bit more proactive. I like to just mess. No, up. No, I wouldn't say proactive. I think we just have different uh, interests, you and me, yeah. and also different skills. I can't play music at all. I'm just terrible. So she loves playing music with yeah, you. Yeah, but you know what? She, it's impossible to play music with her because, no, because what will happen is I'll get the guitar out and I'll start playing and then she will want to, She she's like, no, daddy. <laughs> and then she wants to mess with the guitar. She doesn't let me yeah, play. Yeah, but actually she has a chance to discover the instrument. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. she's so small. So she has this chance. It's really a luck for I, her. I, I, I like to let her play exactly. the guitar. I mean, but the thing is, what she does is she's obsessed with the tuning, <laughs> the, tu the tuning pegs on the guitar, right? So listeners, you know, on a guitar, you've got the strings, you've got the frets on the, on the neck of the guitar where you, you press your fingers and you strum the strings. But at the top, uh, on the headstock, there are these tuners, which you allow to allow you to tune the strings. She thinks that's <laughs> the main thing on the guitar. So she's like, She just wants to twist the tuners and she yeah, says, Daddy, you know, she's trying to get me to do the tuners. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's down here. You string, strum the strings. So, you know, it's, I actually can't really play the guitar with her. Yeah, but, but she's really small. But I think, I think, but maybe I'm not objective, of course. Uh, she looks like she's musical. She has a musical ear. She loves singing. Mm -hmm. She loves touching the guitar, playing, um, or the piano, um, dancing. But, I mean, 
I think that's great what you do with her, even if it's not like a proper teaching music lesson. I like lesson, to just mess around exactly. with her. It's a lot of playing around. And I think there's like a lot of value in just sort of uh, unfocused play, mm. actually. Yeah. And so we play a lot of Lego these days. Yeah. She's sort of dis- It's really good for creativity. She's discovered Lego. And yeah. so we, we just yeah, sit really around with the Lego and we build things mm. and, and we have fun with those mm. things. And also we just have paper and, and you bought a blackboard. Mm. Um, and we get the chalk out and we draw things on the blackboard and, and she asks mm. me to draw things and I get her to draw things. And yeah, lo- I put that um, just before lockdown because I knew we would stay at home and I thought, okay, we don't have that many toys uh, which stimulate her because she was still small. So we had Lego, but she wasn't really into it. So I thought that'd be a good idea. And at the end, she started like, that was amazing to draw things by herself. And sometimes yeah. it looks like something. Yeah. And I'm really amazed because I saw how this little like munchkin can draw something. And she said, oh, that's a cat. And I said, okay, fine. Yeah. So that's great. So yeah, um, with her, I've done so far creativity things. I don't know, craft yeah, a lot of craft. Yeah. Some really great stuff. Um, yeah, we were really, really active on that. We created like a castle with cardboard. We painted. We really... That was a family project that because you participated. That's true. Um, doing I, I, the, um, I built the battlements. I cut out the battlements of the castle. I'm really, really proud of our castle. It's, it's um, a... Listeners, it's a, um, it's a castle made out of cardboard. Um, all the pieces have been cut from cardboard boxes uh, the the turrets on four corners of the castle are made from uh, cardboard tubes that you get from kitchen roll. And on top of those turrets, there are other uh, turrets made from toilet rolls. <laughs> it's all been painted different colours. It's got our daughter's name on the front and it's got trees and stuff around it. And it's... And there is a door, like, I don't know how you call it, but... There's a drawbridge, a a door that goes down and up. She loves it. It's got string, and and she puts all her plastic animals inside it. Uh, But, yeah, that's, I mean, that's mostly your work. That's very good. And also, you did, like, you've been, you've done other things. We did, what, Easter decoration and Easter banner? Yeah, you've been Um, making making little characters out of toilet rolls. You've been, you made a couple of interesting masks out of cardboard. Oh, yeah. I think that was the most um, interesting activity for her. She loved it. She she really um, dived into it. She painted everything. She decided to put, um, like, uh, different elements on it. She was really, really into it. That was really great. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so you, um, you've been doing quite a lot of focused stuff, like, mm, you know, creative craft mm. and stuff. I've been doing more unfocused stuff, surprisingly. Yeah, but, enough. I mean, she needs, like, different things. I mean, a day at the end when she actually we have the chance, she's, like, um, she's a sleeper. So she, Because I know some parents, they have their kids, like, up at 5.30 a.m., yeah. They're, they're heroes for me because she's up at eight and I think it's too early. So, <laughs> so she's up like at eight thirty and she goes to bed at nine in the evening. So that's a mm. long day to yeah. uh, make her busy. So that's really good. I think we have um, found a nice rhythm. She does different things with both of us, and I think that's great. And she seems happy. So one thing that I've discovered that um, during this lockdown period is like her imagination and how you can actually play games. 
yes. without anything. You don't need. Yeah, she pretends. Yeah, just to make believe and to yes. pretend. So, for example, and we, you see cats everywhere on the floor. Yeah, there's cats everywhere. <laughs> so she's constantly picking up cats yeah. that she's found. And kissing oh, and she's yeah. saying a cat, a cat, and then she picks up a cat Mm-mm. off the floor. And I'm like, and yes. you have to go along with it. You have to say, oh yes. look, look at this cat. And then you can say, what color is it? Mm-mm. How many are there? Mm. What's its name? How big is it? Is it big cat or a small cat? And you kind of like go along with the illusion. And uh, that's great. We go to the cinema together. Well, there's no cinema. Yes. We just sit on the steps. And I say, what's the film? What are we going to see? And it's always Baba the Elephant. <laughs> She's obsessed with Baba. Um, and she takes the t- your ticket and yeah. she stamps your ticket and yeah, everything. Yeah, no, that's great. And so you just play along. I mean, mm. she's learned that stuff from us because like when uh, we pretend to go to the cinema, I say, okay. Uh, mm. Yes. I say, okay, do you have your ticket, please, madam? Yeah, because we bought her a little um, torch with um, uh, images you project on the wall and in the box there's tickets. So we pretended. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, she picked that up from us. And she also had this little kitchen. So she pretends to cook for us. Yeah. Uh, surf teas and cake and everything. It's not all wonderful, of course, I and mean, we don't want to give the impression it's like, oh, everything's fantastic. Oh, no, no, no. sometimes uh, it's difficult sometimes. and she's in a bad mood and even us, sometimes I lose patience. Um, we had really like, we were lucky because the weather was lovely and we have like a balcony where we spend time. Um, but when it was raining and cold and she was in a bad mood and she was crying and I said, yeah, of course we had tough moment but it's really like minor compared to the seven weeks we spent yes yes overall it's been pretty good what about her her bilingualism i think she thrives she's thriving during this yeah. this period definitely yeah. yeah in terms of like it's given her a big boost in her mm. english oh yes but what have you observed in like, what what are we doing in terms of um yeah we're not very strict huh? it's a bit messy Really? Well, on my part, uh, because there are different techniques, like one parent, one language, or one place, one language when you're at home or outside. I think we mix a little bit of everything. Um, you, of course, speak English 100% to her. Mm-hmm. Um, when we, the three of us, we all speak English. Uh, sometimes I use some french words without realizing i mix sometimes yeah. i mix up so, so english and french we'll, in the same sentence we'll be speaking english and then suddenly yeah. you'll go attends like yeah. you'll say like words mm. in french or whatever and they just come in yeah and when i'm with her but at home or outside just one-to-one i mainly speak french but weirdly enough sometimes sometimes not of not always but sometimes english seems to come more easily on something. I can't explain why. So sometimes I also speak English to her when we're just together. So we have no rules. I've noticed that you speak English together uh, in the flat. And even when I'm not there, I I overhear you speaking English Mm. together. Um, But I think that, you know... Also because she speaks English to me. So I want to... Basically, my concern or my rule or my wish... You know how to phrase it. I want her to just switch to English, to French, French, to English without realizing. I don't want it to be a topic. Maybe I'm wrong because I haven't read enough on the topic of bilingualism. Yeah, bilingualism. Bilingualism. Um, And maybe I have the wrong method, but I want her to understand 
she speaks both. She can use French and English as she wants. There is no minor language. or ma Of course, there is main language, which is French, because she lives in France, so at school it's going to be French. But I want her to see them equally and be comfortable in both languages. And because you don't really speak French through me, she can just see, okay, my mom just switched to English, yeah. French, whenever she wants, when the situation um, is, arises. Yeah, arises. I mean, so, I, I'm, as I've said before, I'm, I do plan to cover this in proper detail, mm. but like in an informal way now, uh, there, are, as you said, there are various mm -hmm. ways to develop bilingualism yeah. in a child. I mean, it does often come down to uh, the parents and what the native language of those parents is, but also it comes down to where the where the child is growing up. But basically, you you, you know, different approaches. You can have a sort of a, yeah, one parent, one language thing. Uh, that's just where, let's say, in our case, I would always speak English to her and you would always speak French to her. We're not doing that. Uh, there's also the major and minor language thing. And that's where, yeah, you just have in, in, in various contexts, there is a major language, like predominant language, and then a secondary language. And there's also the, the uh, one place, one language. Uh, and we're sort of doing that, I think. Yes. So basically, the kind of slightly um, vague way, vague approach that we've been taking, I think, is that at home, English is the majority language. Because yes. I, I speak English to you, you speak English to me, I speak English to her, and you speak English mm. to her quite a lot. Mm. Um, although you do speak French to her too mm. sometimes. But that's where French is the minority language. Yes. That you you yes, speak French definitely. to her. She hears you speaking French to people on the telephone. Yes. Uh, when you call your parents yes. on FaceTime, that's all in French. Yes. But the majority of the time, it's English at home. Mm -mm. And then outside the home, French is the majority language. Yeah, except when we're the three of us, we're going to continue to speak English. Except when we're the three yeah. of us. So we're mixing up things. But, but really though, outside the home, French is the majority language because yes. every single person outside is speaking French. She hears, it over, mm. she hears it from people all the time. And uh, at daycare, everything is in French, of course. Yes. So when she's... They're really good at daycare because sometimes with her... They try to speak English to her, yeah. a few words and everything. But make, that's really cute because they make an effort. Yeah. Um, because at some point, sometimes she only un, she only associated um, words in English or in French. And sometimes she understood in English yeah. a bit better than yeah. in French. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, mainly daycare is in French. Oh yeah, it's like massively in <laughs> French. Because <laughs> it's not just when people are talking to her. It's when people are talking to other kids next mm. to her. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, it, it, you know, it's not just... And the kids there, are the only French. And yeah. they speak French yeah, as exactly. well. So, so, yeah. so like actually, when we're not on lockdown, uh, most of mm. the time, most of the input she's getting is in French. Now, there's another consideration. So anyway, that's the major minor language mm -hmm. balance that we've got. And I think that's probably working all right. The other thing is that you've got two factors. One factor is um, a need, uh, establishing a need for the child to use mm. the language or mm. languages. And the, other, the second thing is exposure to the languages i think she has both so the so. need the need for french is obvious because she lives in france yeah. so she will need french in mm. order to exist mm. in this mm. country mm. um i'm we're more concerned about establishing the need for, for english about considering you sorry but no yeah. offense you don't speak french well yeah well <laughs> enough yeah. Sorry, I don't. Uh, she will have the need it's how i perceive it she will have the need to speak english to communicate yeah. with you exactly yeah. so 
and not and just exposure considering the home is mainly in English. What we listen is in English, the radio, when you listen just background, or sometimes she watches a little bit of like, a sc she has screen time and it's mainly in English, sometimes a bit in French, but so I think she has the exposure. And when we um, FaceTime your family, yeah. um, so that's great for her. I do try to mm. um, remind her that it's not just me. Yeah, of Because course. if it's just yeah, me, yeah. if it's just me, then, you know. But that's why I also speak English to her. So. Yes. I yeah. want her to really assimilate that that's fine. I don't want her to feel different. I just want her to say, okay, I speak English and French, fine. I, not a big deal, you know? I think we're, we're, we're lucky in the sense that English is such a widespread language yes. in the world. So it shouldn't be too difficult to convince her that she needs it. Yeah. It's not just going to be, you need it to speak to your dad. But she dad. also needs it to communicate uh, with your side of the family. Yeah, so. I know. But it's not just hmm. my side of the family. No, of course. It's also the... the it's more global, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, mm. all the films and yeah. all the music and yes. all that stuff is, yes. is going to be obvious to her. So yeah. that's quite... I'm not really worried. Yeah, just... I'm, I'm not really really worried either, I, I guess. So I think lockdown was a good thing for her because it's mainly in English for her because we don't really go out and we're not really in contact with many people except your family and my family. So it's like, the, it's a really small number of people compared to normal life. Mm -hmm. So I think for... Her English, it was like, it's a very good time. Mm. And she'll keep up with French later when she goes to school. What have you noticed her, her saying in English lately? And it's, oh, you know, what? <laughs> something, so she's mixing it up at the moment. Yes. She's, mix, she's mixing up French and English, but it's, they're, they're, they're going to diverge later. Mm. But it's quite funny and cute that she's mixing up French and English. So she says things like, pa close the door. Pa. Oh yeah, pa close the door. So pa is, the, is, a, is, a, is like saying not in yes. English or don't. Uh, so pa close the door is her way of saying don't close the door. So she makes negatives with pa, even when she's speaking English. Yeah. So she says pa close the door, pa like it. Yeah, pa like it, yeah. Pa like it, daddy. She said yesterday she was playing around, we were playing Lego and she turned her back to me and crossed her arms and said, pa like you, daddy, pa, <laughs> pa like you. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. Funny, funny to see the, the way she, 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 she has her favorites. So at the moment, you're her favorite. Am I? Yeah, you are. Yeah, because like right. today, this, this, I'm glad to know. When was it? This morning when we were together, she was like, uh, she was like, I want to see mummy. I want to see mummy. I want to see no. mummy. Like before she was having a nap, she's like, you know, voir mummy, voir mummy. Yeah, but when she's with me, it's like, daddy, daddy, my daddy. Yeah. And she's a bit jealous. That's cute. Like it's my daddy. The other so. thing that the other thing that she's been doing, and we're going to stop talking about our daughter in a minute, because <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going on and on about it. Some people are like, for fuck's sake, yeah, exactly. Like, stop talking. We don't yeah, give a. We, we do mm, not care. Like a lot of people yeah. are just like, we don't give a. You'll shit. edit the episode. No, I don't know. What am I going to edit out from that? I'm not going to edit. I'm just okay, going to tell yeah. them at the beginning. I'll say there's a lot of chat about our daughter. If you don't like my child, then who are you? <laughs> um, but uh, so she she's she's got this weird thing where she says, "I'm going to see. I want to see Daddy. I'm in my office working. Mm, yeah. She says, "I want to see Daddy," and then you're like, "Okay, we'll go and see Daddy." And then she goes, <gasps> "She says, I love it." She says, "What? Uh, no kiss, no câlin, no bye bye." 
I don't know no why kiss, she said that. No, no kiss, no kala, no bye bye. So kala is cuddle. Kala like is it. a cuddle. So she's no. like, I'm gonna go. I want to see daddy, but and then she starts to impose all these. these yeah, all these rules, like all these conditions. Right. She imposes loads of conditions. The conditions are no kiss, no cuddle, no bye bye. But I'm gonna go and see daddy. It's like, well, why are you gonna go and see him then if you don't want to give him a kiss, a cuddle, or say to goodbye? To spy on you to check if you really work. Yeah. Anyway, so ah, there we go. That's enough of that. I think mm-hmm. um, that's probably enough that uh, my audience can can handle in terms of chat about mm. the child. Uh, yeah, but it was like um, only yeah. life for the past seven weeks. Uh, we don't really have anything interesting to There's say nothing. except like family life, There's which is interesting for us. But of course, for people, it's like, okay, fine. We've got uh, literally nothing else interesting. No, we watched the end of Homeland. We watched the end of Homeland, the TV series, but we can't give away any spoilers. No, but that's an amazing TV show. I'm really sad it's finished. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that it then? It's just our daughter and that's all we have going on in our lives. Mm. <laughs> Do you want to see the castle? I think, you know, the reason why you built this castle mm. is because you're so desperate to see the castle where... <laughs> Where my parents live. That's a special message and for since, my father-in-law. Since since we've never <laughs> been to see the castle. That it's been, what, eight years I beg your father to bring me to Warwick Castle to visit. And each time you say, mm. He says, we could go to the castle. <laughs> and I always think, oh yeah, it's going to happen. But no. You see? Yeah. That's a miscommunication. Because when he says it. I think finally it's going to be my time to visit the castle, but it never happens. Yeah, we could go to the castle, but we also were thinking, blah, 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 <laughs> is, an over the, is a way of saying, you know, we're not going to go to the castle. So you built your own castle instead. Yeah, no, to be honest, I, find, I found it very relaxing to mm-hmm. do things with um, our daughter, like creating things, painting, assembling. I don't know, I loved it. Yeah, how do you think we would have dealt with the the lockdown without a child? What would you have done if you didn't have a child? There's work more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it. Work more. Yeah, because uh, I still work every day, and you work every day. Um, I should say I'm working every day. Why well, work no, every day? You work every day. Okay. Yeah. Work every yeah, day. You're okay. Um, what if you didn't have a job? What if you or what if you had a job where? They were like, well, you can't come to the office, so, you know, you can, there's nothing you can do. Like, what if you were one of those poor people who had nothing to do for days and days Mm, on end? What would you have done? I don't know. Maybe I would have done, like, one of our friends. I would have maybe written a book about something. Yeah. About what? Fiction or, yeah, maybe. A book about what? A castle? Hmm. No, maybe fiction. About? I don't know. I haven't. Uh, do, do you think I had time to think about it? No, I was really busy. <laughs> I don't know. I would have come up with something. Uh, no, I would have like clearly read the pile of books next to my like bedside. I didn't have time to yeah. read. Um, I would have, I don't know, watched maybe more films. I haven't had time to watch. I would have kept up with like movies, books. Um, I would have read like more newspapers. Um, Maybe I would have done more Pilates. I would have learned an instrument. I don't know. Or you would have... Killed yourself? Killed you? Killed (laughs) me. You would have killed myself. Maybe. Maybe we would have been like more 
annoyed with each other. Who knows? Exactly. Who knows? It's impossible to tell, isn't it? Now, I have some friends, really, who said, oh, that's great. Um, I do things for myself. I enjoy myself, and that's fine. And I have some other friends who are a bit depressed. So it really depends on your personality, I guess. Mm, yeah, I think there are some people who, mm -mm. who are naturally more suited to lockdown yeah. than others. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right, well, I think we should maybe call it a day. Oh, wow, that was quick. Yeah, that's an hour. Wow. It's about an hour, 50, okay. about 58 minutes. Okay. Do you have anything to say on on the podcast? Mm. What do you have to say to my audience? What do you I think? I hope it was interesting and I hope I didn't make too many mistakes. No, no, you're good. Especially that last bit there where I talked to you talked to you about what would you have done and you were saying I would have done this and I would have done that. <laughs> Very good. Well done. You've <laughs> I made you uh, I made you, you proud here. Um Much you have learned, young Padwan. Mm. Um are you a fan of Star Wars? Because I just did a Yoda impression. <laughs> I don't know if you realise I did a I did a Yoda impression. I'm going to admit I've never ever watched Star Wars. How can you be with me and you've never seen Star Wars? Hmm. How is that possible? I think I'm waiting for the right moment. Maybe when our daughter is in age to see it, I will see it with her. I I don't know. know. It just like it doesn't appeal to me. Mm. Yeah. And maybe people. Say it's so great that and say, okay, fine. No, then, yeah, you know? no, no, no. It's like, a bit too much, but plus it's not really my universe. You know, it's not the kind of things I like. No, it's not, is it? Um, but one day, eventually. Thing um, is, though, I, I considering really, you got the Disney, Disney membership, Disney Plus, so just exactly. so I could watch the Mandalorian. So. <laughs> I watched all of it, um, and, and people are going, "Oh, tell us what you thought of it." I, you know, not now. I'll talk to you about it later. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the thing is about Star Wars, like, I mean, I really like it, but I honestly don't think that it is objectively a great series of films. I think up for, on an objective level, I think that actually it's most... Whoa, it's, whoa, whoa. No, no, wait a minute. You say that, I've never seen you, like... I'm not saying... More excited than, oh my God, there is a new Star Wars coming. Yeah, and no, you that's... saw like the movie like twice because you couldn't wait to see your father and uh, your brother to go like to see that together. subjective. I'm not saying mm. it's objectively good. It's just okay. me personally on a subjective level. <laughs> I, for some reason, am invested in it. But I don't think that on an objective level... you think you're a Jedi, Luke, born in 77. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well... But I don't think on an objective level the films are brilliant uh, and I don't think that everyone should or will think mm. that they're brilliant. I mean, it's a lot of it's tied into just childhood experiences and stuff. Mm. Uh, so that's why I think that I'm not in a mad rush to make you watch Star Wars because I no, think... I think I will watch it one day because it's um, common knowledge. Yeah. You know, it became common knowledge, I it think. It did, yeah. Uh, at least the classics one. I don't know if you say that, the classic, The, classic, the original? The, the classic ones. The classic one. Oh, God. The original ones. The classics. You, you always do that. You put the yeah. S. Yeah. Put the S against the wrong word. So you'd yeah. say the classics one. Yeah. And when you mean the classic ones. Maybe you should do like an episode about all my mistakes. Uh, yeah, okay. I think it would I'll, last more than an hour. I'll need to keep a pen and paper on me at all times <laughs> and just note them down. Isn't it what you've done for 10 years? No, I haven't been. Have you not, <laughs> writing down all the crazy things I say? I have not been taking notes. <laughs> okay. Um, now we'll watch it. Okay, that's Star Wars. Mm -hmm. What about the Beatles? Where do you start? I love that. You know what? Lockdown made me rediscover the Beatles because you play that to our daughter quite often because hey, you indoctrinated no, her. No, I've, no, no. 
I've played her the Beatles a few times, shown her a few videos and said, look, this is the Beatles. Well, she's obsessed then. Now she requests the Beatles when I'm like, hey, should we listen to, you know, The Who? Should we listen to something else? Should we listen to some reggae? Should we listen to this, that, and she's like, Beatles, Beatles, Beatles. So she's requesting it from me. So I rediscovered the Beatles and I absolutely love it. And we were supposed to see Paul McCartney in May, but it got um, postponed. So I don't know. Some got cancelled and some are postponed because there are several gigs. Yeah. So I was really, really happy to go. So I hope we will. Me too. Okay, so you've kind this of... This must be like a great experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, to see a Beatle, mm. to see Paul. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's significant. Yeah, I was really happy. It was a Christmas gift. And I, I, I don't like to, you know, I don't mean to be um, morbid, but when Paul you know, finally leaves this world, that will be a big moment yeah. in culture. Yeah, of course. In modern culture, that, yeah. that when Paul McCartney mm-hmm. leaves us, you know, heaven forbid, um, uh, that that will be a really big deal. And people will realise, you know, like, you know, you don't realise what you've got until it's gone yes. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul McCartney's a major, major big deal in terms of music. Um, and he's an extremely special person. So I really hope that we can see yeah, that, me too. that show. Um, yeah, okay. All right, fingers crossed for that. Thank you for being on Luke's English Podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, and, um, well, we'll see what the listeners uh, have to say about this one. I think they'll be nice. They're nice, my listeners. I hope so. Most you only them. tell me what to say if it's good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think they'll be nice. Most most of the time, people are nice. Yeah, it's what I notice sometimes when I read the comments. They're really nice. Yeah. Okay. All right, then. Well, thanks, every, thanks everyone. I don't, sometimes I don't know how to end these conversations. Can you do don't it for me? Do you have me? your bye-bye-bye thing? I do, but then uh, sometimes what I do is I'll end a conversation and then I'll talk for a little bit on my own mm-hmm. as a way of saying, well, I th- hope you enjoyed that. Okay. Bye, I don't know. Bye, you bye. could say... Take care of yourself. You do it. You You finish this conversation. (laughs) Go on. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to Luke's English podcast. (laughs) 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 You're the only one to be able to do that. No, just um, I hope you enjoy, uh, you will enjoy the episode and take care of yourself. Yes. Stay safe, stay happy and speak to you soon. Yeah. All right. So here is that bit at the end where I talk to you for a while before the episode finishes properly. I hope you liked that conversation. Did you think I was talking a bit quickly at some points or did you not notice? I wonder what you think of my wife. To be honest, it's a bit weird for me publishing these conversations with my family sometimes. I mean, I I do it. I like doing it. But sometimes I wonder if I'm giving away too much of my personal life and sort of saying, here's my wife, and sort of inviting everyone to judge my wife and judge her English or something. I don't know. But the Lepsters are nice. You're all nice, aren't you? I shouldn't worry. It's not like I'm doing a reality TV show or anything, is it? I shouldn't worry. Maybe I'm being a bit precious about all of this. Who knows? But anyway, I hope you've enjoyed spending a bit of time here in our flat during this episode. I hope you've enjoyed being here. But I'm afraid, um, well... Uh, we've got to go to bed now, so um, oh, a bit awkward, isn't it? Uh, what should, should, would you like me to get you an Uber or something? Uh, the, the 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 metro station's just up the road there. 
Uh, ha. No, I'm joking, of course. Ha ha ha. But please do leave now. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, I do have a couple of things to say. Uh, the app, Luke's English Podcast app, app users, hello. Now, push notifications. Do you know what push notifications are? On an app, I don't know what they're called in your language, push notifications. When you install an app, you can choose to activate push notifications or, or not. And that means when the app has something to tell you, like in the case of my app, when I upload a new episode, it, it just puts a little message on your phone and the phone just comes up on your screen. A bit like maybe when someone um, writes you a, a message on Facebook Messenger and but you get a little notification showing you maybe the first couple of lines of the message. That is a push notification. So push notifications for my app are not currently working, which is a bit of a drag. It's a bit annoying. Sometimes things take ages to get done around here in uh, the podcastle, but I'm working to fix the issue. So push notifications should come back on in the app as soon as I manage to get it sorted out. But because those push notifications are not working... As a result, app users and premium users might not know that I've been uploading premium episodes because it, it, you, you're not getting the notifications. <laughs> notifications. So I'm now on to premium series 22, and I recently uploaded parts 4, 5, and 6 in that series. Okay, so I just wanted to let you know, just to give you a heads up, there's new premium content arriving, even though you're not getting... Uh, push notifications so check them out they're in the app in the premium category you can also get them online at teacherluke.co.uk slash premium that's just a heads up in case you didn't realize that they were there okay premium listeners cool okay so that's it then basically that's all i wanted to say at the end of the episode episode 665 is going to come soon and other episodes after that thank you so much for being a listener to my podcast Please stay healthy, stay well, stay happy, be careful, take care, and all of that stuff, and I'll speak to you again soon. All right? Nice one, everyone. Cheers. That's it, then. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.